time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's take a look at some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 36, dated September 5th. This week's cover story, Hearts Unknown. A posthumous painting of Anthony Bourdain sparks an art series and opens a conversation around suicide for World Suicide Awareness Day by Nicole Vulcan. On the southeastern tip of Bainbridge Island sits an exposed swath of bedrock, a sign of past seismic activity, one not often seen so close to the surface. It's a geologic phenomenon, geologists say. Bainbridge Island is also where Nicola Carpinelli was living when he began a descent into depression and substance abuse, he says. Call it his own descent into the bedrock, if you will. Carpinelli is an artist, musician, and former TV professional who's called places including Los Angeles, Europe, New Mexico, Bainbridge Island, and now Bend, home. He's emerged as an advocate for opening up the dialogue about suicide, holding an art show and panel discussion on suicide this week at Peterson Roth Gallery. The subjects of Carpinelli's paintings include people who died by suicide. They include, among others, Anthony Bourdain, Chris Cornell of the band Soundgarden, David Bowie, Kate Spade, Margot Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway, and Genevieve, a teen girl with whom Carpinelli developed a bond several years ago. Carpinelli's exhibit has already been creating a buzz, both in Bend and beyond. Panelists for the September 10th discussion include Mariel Hemingway, whose sister and grandfather are featured in the paintings. Carpinelli also talks of bringing the exhibit on the road, but for now, his sole goal is this first show and an opening of dialogue about suicide. September 10th also happens to be World Suicide Awareness Day. As Carpinelli puts it, I'm willing to put myself out there so that maybe we reach somebody here. From our news page, Insults, Rights, Fights, and Insights. Library Series Explores Democracy and All That It Entails by Hilary Corrigan And Southern Oregon University professor Edwin Battistella has done the research to show it. The country has fostered a raucous environment in this arena from the get-go, Battistella said. People called George Washington too monarchical. Newspapers backing John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, the equivalent of today's cable news, hired reporters to write stories attacking the other politician. At one point, Adams supporters even claimed that Jefferson was dead, Battistella said, something that was more difficult to check up on in those days. Battistella, who teaches English and linguistics, has written several books, including, sorry about that, The Language of Public Apology. His next book, Dangerous Crooked Scoundrels, out next year, just in time for the election, Battistella noted, will review the ways presidents since George Washington have been insulted. Battistella will hold talks at the Deschutes Public Library September 14th and 15th as part of the library's series No Government, running through September. His talk will review insults from over the centuries and how different presidents responded in different ways. Some stayed quiet, but said later that the insults hurt. The library organizes its free monthly programs around central themes, choosing ones that the community is interested in, according to Liz Goodrich, adult program supervisor at Deschutes Public Library. There's some that are funny, there's some that are serious, Goodrich said, calling this series an interesting, slightly provocative one that will appeal to all types of persuasions. 
One session in the series will explore the rise and fall of democracies. Another will explore anarchy. An especially timely session will review the Electoral College and whether it needs reform. Oregon recently changed its process so that the state's Electoral College votes could go to a presidential candidate who wins the most votes nationwide. It's a priority of the Library Board to deliver programs that help build the community, engage people, and provide the space for people to gather, Goodrich said. And from our outside section, Connecting Through Adventure. The inaugural Cascadia Adventure Film Festival is a homegrown fest with an international reach, by Isaac Beale. In Central Oregon, visitors and locals might have the chance to go mountain biking, whitewater rafting, and hiking all on the same day. There's a good chance you'll get a look at all these activities, even if you aren't the one partaking. That's just the lifestyle. That's also why the Cascadia Adventure Film Festival makes a lot of sense. People in Central Oregon love adventure. A festival putting a spotlight on all of the activities the community loves, put on by people who live within that community, is almost too perfect. And while some of the films might not be shot here, they all touch on themes and stories that run close to home. I was really surprised that we, Bend, don't already have our own dedicated adventure film festival, says Jason Bagby, the founder and executive director of CAF. We actually had 55 films to choose from in our first year, and we're showing 16 over three days with four different categories. The inaugural CAF takes place from September 5th to 7th, with each day of the festival focusing on different ways to experience adventure. Thursday's theme is rock climbing. Friday's theme is trail goats, which takes a look at the various places trail running can take people. Saturday is a special day, with a matinee at 12.30 p.m., all about tales from whitewater excursions. At night is bike adventures. We wanted to cover pretty much a little bit of everything that makes Spend what it is today, continued Bagby. I'm really excited about all those films. I feel like they're all A-caliber films. Given that we had so many to choose from at the beginning, I feel like we've got a great lineup. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. Be sure to pick up your free copy of the Source Weekly wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon or log on to our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.